Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. Double Deuce. It's the show you've come to expect from your friends that you've come to love. It's where you go to be in. I mean... We say it every time. You don't have when, to when love us. When you're here, you're in. It's like Olive Garden, but it, it's not a family thing. It's not It's not mafia-related like it is at Olive Garden. That's what they mean. If you've eaten at an Olive Garden, you're part of Omerita now. Really? Yes. I thought it was just like the soup and salads and breadsticks. It's that too, but once you eat that soup and that salad, you owe them. Wow. You, you cannot, if you've eaten at an Olive Garden, you are not allowed to be a witness in a prosecution against the Italian mafia. Is that a, is that a true? Not a lot of people know that. No, because I've never. That Spicy Beef Gauss taught me that. If, if For that, those and other great legal informations, at Spicy Beef Gauss. Yeah, he's our lawyer. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of lawyers, I've been watching um, The Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix. I've heard it's good. It's pretty I good. I didn't even know it was a thing. And yeah. then I was hearing it be good online. It's called The Lincoln Lawyer, and it took me like mm-hmm. four episodes to figure out. It's all that when Matthew McConaughey was driving The Lincoln around, right? And, but, he was doing, but he was also doing law, helping Samuel L. Jackson out while he wasn't driving. Yeah. Yes. That's like, it's the, the time to kill. Like, all the times he was driving places, that's the Lincoln ads But now. it's sort of like... We're like, filling in all the gaps. All those unanswered questions from a time to kill. Right. I know I had some. I'm right. sure you did, too. Yeah. Those Lincoln ads answered a lot of them. I mean... God bless them. It's a, it's like a cover band did that, did that, what you're okay. talking about. Okay, like okay. Like a cover band doing that. All right. Yeah, how, how much do they talk about the car? The Lincoln? Yes. Uh, well, he talks about his car. Oh, we're going to have to wait for the next round of commercials to find out about those cars. Well, for, it's, I, I feel like How I long do we have to wait for these commercials, Lincoln? I, I feel like... Uh, Shows for, out now. I feel like this Don't is, make us wait like we did before. We had to wait like 12 years for those man, answers before. Uh, it's not Matthew McConaughey. I'm sorry. Well, that's fine. He'll still be in the commercials. Well, yeah, yeah, he'll still be in the commercials, but he's not in the show. It's he'll be like driving this new guy around who's Lincoln lawyer in now. Right. Who is it? Right. Is it actually Lincoln? Did they get Lincoln for it? No, and he doesn't even look like Lincoln. Oh, but the come point on, is, guys. it's not because, and I this was where I made the mistake. Where does he come short? Too short? I thought maybe too he's stout, doing not long beardy enough? in Lincoln, Nebraska. Hat too short? But it's not that either. Okay. It's not that either. And it's not so Abe Lincoln. It's not, Lincoln, the, it's not Abe Lincoln. It's not the Lincoln cars. It's not in Lincoln, Nebraska. What's but left? He drives around in a Lincoln. It is the car. Oh, but it's it's not, just not Matthew McConaughey, right? Sorry, the, see these days the the man and the car to me are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Well, now I understand. He's the link. So is it like car related crimes? No, no, it's it's murder, okay. most foul. Can does the car talk and have missiles? That would be a lot cooler, but no. It would be a lot cooler. But there is a... a Guys, it's 2022. Why, why don't the cars talk and have missiles yet? Um, I can't answer that. I mean, it, it's really Netflix's department. How is Elon Musk a dumb asshole and he hasn't made a talking car with missiles yet? Uh, 
uh, there's a lot to unpack. There. I don't understand. I feel like that's a bigger. Game. He not, he's probably prototype that, that may shit. Be a podcast he's prototype that shit. In and of the car didn't talk good enough yet. He didn't want to get in trouble. Right. And the missiles blew up too much stuff too fast. I feel like we've got a real uh, Sorkin vibe going on tonight. Yeah, uh, I haven't written I feel, a single note. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, and I, I feel intensely. Sorry, I was at a birthday party. I feel intensely cross-examined uh, about my choice to watch. We're walking, talking. I did. I've done. This is my third walk and talk today, and I'm sitting down now because it's a lot of walk and talks for one day. You got to have a sit and talk sometimes. Right, right. They don't tend to have the same intensity. That's like that's the way like a lot of commercials that you see in the middle of the day on ESPN start. Like people who have like you know bad legs, bad backs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a new hero. Who? It's Eddie from Stranger Things Four. Yeah. He's my new hero. Yeah. He's fun. He is fun. I like him. Is he is he your is he your hero because you enjoy his antics or is he your hero because you you would you would fight at his side, you would wade with him into hell? I relate to him. He's okay. this beautiful combination of like belligerent and reckless and um and yet kind of kind of uh charming in a way but not in a great like in a he's gross got, way he's got he's got that he's the he's one of the dms that's gonna try to kill your party but he doesn't want to but he's gonna try mm-hmm. but he's so happy when he doesn't i mean I'm like I, that's that's for especially for those days those like that that kind of time frame yeah it's a pretty good dm for that time frame it's a lot of, me, there's a lot of them wanted to kill you it's a kill you dead realize that i am not jumping up enough like at the table like yeah i need to jump up on the chairs i need to jump up and down yeah we, the jump. thing the pandemic we don't play at the table as much as we we once did yeah it's true it's true, but yeah, no. You generally our DMs. You do a lot of DMing in games. I do. Um, you don't generally try to off us. No, most of the time. No. Occasionally, you're like, I will let you die if you're dumb. Yeah, though. Like, there are things that could kill you, but I'm not. They're not actively. They're not always starting from a position of trying to kill you. Yeah. It's yeah. It's like how how crazy how how Leroy Jenkins you want to be today. Right. Like, there's a lot of different rooms. They're kind of spread out. But if you just start screaming and killing guys loud, they're all going to start opening doors and coming to look for you. You Which know, it tracks. Sometimes you got to be quiet. Anyway, kids, this we always want to give some information for the kids. Kids, if you're going to kill a whole bunch of parts in a building, you got to be quiet for those first few rooms. That's good advice. But um, I, I feel like I feel like we're really onto something there. You haven't done a top five in a while. How about uh, top five like DM tips? Okay, because this is this is real content that we can market. <clears throat> like people love this D and D shit. It's really catching on. Okay, it's a new thing. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, what, yeah. Okay, Nelson's top five D and D tips for like one. Like I'm gonna start with that number five. Kill, kill, killing them softly. Mm-hmm. Like be quiet, be quiet, kids. But don't sing killing them softly. You can't. You can't. You just gotta sing it quietly. Mm. Okay, good. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Good to like know. maybe don't get into like a medley with everyone. Yeah, like you got to do it kind of like humming a little bit, maybe. Yeah, like maybe maybe like right before you kill them. Maybe it's cool right. if you do it right before you kill them. Can we take a brief sojourn from this? This because I have a question. Yeah. And we have a special guest here who's remaining very very silent. Uh, and he just said he didn't want to be on the show, but I'm going to pull him <laughs> into this because I have a question. Okay, about music and Andy Morton is here, kind of like. Over on, on the other table, like I don't really want to. I'm down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, Andy, you 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 you've been in a band or two, right? 
True. Okay. Um, how come like no grown up bands do rounds? Like, remember when we used to do like like Frere Jaca in a round, or, or listen to the Frogs in Yonder Pond in a round, and you get a good round going? How come there are no adult round songs? And could you be the one who makes this work? Uh, I'll answer the the second one first. Um, no, I could not make that work. And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Couldn't or wouldn't? It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. And the first part, uh, why why don't they? Do, uh, well, I mean, who who is it you want to do it? I mean, you two can't come out and do it because then they have to give rectangles of carpet to everybody so that they can lay down <laughs> in the stadium, in the arena, uh-huh, and uh-huh. Uh, uh, relax to Frere Jacques. It does seem like more of a, a, a like a Flaming Lips gag. Like, let's throw down some carpet samples and some milk. Well, they they really don't like to do shticks like that. Oh, they don't? No. Just the big no, bubbles. No, and they just, no, they just want to do a straight, straight ahead rock show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. They, I, they, I, they, I don't know about Guar. I think Guar could do it, and it would probably oh, yeah. be the best round you've ever fucking seen <laughs> in your life. Mm-hmm. Those carpet squares would be soaked in blood. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and smell like chloroform. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which is every child's dream uh, or adults. Uh, Kids, your blood shouldn't smell like chloroform. I'm not a doctor, but I've been to Olive Garden and you learn things. I feel like all Olive Garden is becoming the new Applebee's. Yeah. So, since we really feel bad about, well, not bad, but we're just, Applebee's got disgusting there. Yeah. I mean, it was already, uh, I think we realized that, that there was no way to, to, to sink lower than Applebee's. And that was what it was requiring to blackmail them. And we were just like, this is, I just don't feel clean anymore. This is, this is the, the worst I've ever felt blackmailing someone. I love that everybody in this town is either very pro Olive Garden or very anti Olive Garden. They're it helps when there isn't one in town. Distinct <laughs> camps of like we should get an Olive Garden in this town, mm-hmm. and no fucking way should we have an Olive Garden in this town. Even as we suffer from, we are in an Italian drought. We don't have enough. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, what's it going to hurt having an Olive Garden in this town? What's it going to hurt? A lot of people would say. Their stomachs. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Red but Lobster is the problem here. That's what I want. Whoa, whoa, you're pulling in the Red Lobster gambit? Yeah. I want a Red uh, Lobster. Two bad. different contingencies of <laughs> That's of the thing, like, if I, diners. if I could have one or the other, it's Red Lobster all yeah, day long. Yeah. Oh, although, you know, I just discovered Bonefish Grill in St. Louis, which is yeah. like... Bang, bang, shrimp. Yeah, it's like Red Lobster. It's sort of like... Like Red Lobster, if it decided to go like Gentleman's Club, it's Red like, Lobster for people who fuck. Red Lobster for people who fuck. It's not your grandma's Red Lobster. Nah, <laughs> nah. We, we used to think Red. They Lobster give you extra was, butter, and they don't ask no questions. We used to think Red Lobster was like fine dining because my grandparents <laughs> would take us there. Like it is pricey. <laughs> it's pricey, like fine dining. Mm-hmm. And my grandma would always get a martini. And I think, in, in retrospect, like what could possibly be worse than a Red Lobster martini? Um, Lots of stuff. <laughs> Probably whatever the entree is going to be. Prison. <laughs> I think whatever the entree is going to be in prison are two very good answers. To You're fine so. with the shrimp scampi. That guy who got yeah. that guy who got burned up by lava masturbating in Pompeii if he didn't finish. 
There was a guy masturbating in public. Oh yeah, have you not seen the 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 thing of like the ash up the, the yeah the like burnt up ash pile of guy holding his dick? Really? Yeah. Well, I guess if you get to go. Yeah. Sounds like you've been up a dark web. Man, that's the only <laughs> web I know. <laughs> he was raised in the dark web. <laughs> These cyber streets are Nelsons. <laughs> you need some medicine? You need a grenade? William Gibson's like, this is not what I meant. <laughs> it's, it is what he meant. I like that your choices are between the lines, grenade. <laughs> Things you can find on the dark net. Medicine and a grenade. <laughs> Where I go, I got standards. There's All fucked right. up places on the dark Tip side. number four on <laughs> D&D tips. Um, <clears throat> technically, it's not prostitution if it's happening during a D&D game. At Spicy Beef Gauss also taught me that. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like I should follow that. We do have conversations and make sure it's consensual. Yes, I uh, feel like you should just move on. It's, a, <laughs> it's the same. It's, a, it's the same as you can smoke cigarettes inside if it's for part of a performance. Same law. Same number, law. Number three. Uh, hey, bring some chips. Bring chips. That's a really good law. That's mm-hmm. a really good law. Everyone likes chips. Everyone likes chips, and it may not affect the gameplay. But it'll make you more popular. It will. And at the end of the day, what's more important than being popular? Nothing. Number two. Know where the fire exits are and the fire extinguishers are because the most important rule is safety. No, I think Even though a- this is rule number two, you got to fi- you, you want to finish with a with a dazzler, yeah. Like, but number two, like it, it's kind of more important. It's the safety one. Are we talking about IC or OOC, in character or out of character? Both. Oh. You should always know how to extinguish fires, whether in-game or out-of-game. Fire, fire is our most ancient foe. We've tamed it and have, have turned it to our own devices, but that's just stoked its thirst for vengeance. And one of these days when we're not looking, it's going to come for us. So you got to be prepared by knowing the nearest exits and the location of your nearest fire extinguishers in case the fire comes for you. You don't want to be the first person to die in a horror movie, do you? Nah. It's interesting that you said it was fire being the oldest foe because I thought it was travel insurance. No, fire technically older than travel insurance. Not much. No. There's that old saying where there's fire, there's travel insurance. It's true, but you had to be able, you needed the torches to see where you were going at night traveling. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fire opened up a lot of doors for a lot of travel-based scams. That's right. Travel insurance is a scam. Oh, shit. You just took on the entire big travel insurance industry. Also, that's 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 rule number one. <laughs> Take on the entire travel insurance industry. Yep, that's the best way to be a DM. Did you allyship? Did you guys actually bring dice tonight? No. no, I was I was wanting to roll to see exactly how fucking bored I am. <laughs> oh well, Andy, now you've really laid down the gambit. <laughs> Traveler, beware, for you have entered the tavern of being an asshole. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> uh, we keep Andy around for like like the, how the Romans would Roman generals would have someone behind them being like you're only human you're only human Andy's like that only it's like you guys suck <laughs> you guys suck <laughs> I, have, I have only been on this show once 
on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome to your second time on accident, uh, or first time on... uh, No. You've been on on a couple of the live ones. But never by choice. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. I'm glad we can awkwardly pull you into one more. Ah, that was nice. We had a drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was parched. We got a live show coming up at some point, right? We do. We're, oh, we weren't going to talk about that, so we had to nail down that. No, it's it's late July. Okay. Think think about that, people. Late July. Andy, if I you... to start booking travel plans. <laughs> <laughs> nowhere near this. If you had to have uh, an Olive Garden or a Red Lobster, where do you come down? That's true. I'm the only Ooh. one who's committed to this vote. Oh, uh, actually, I think I would probably go Red Lobster. Mm-hmm. I have fond memories of Red Lobster. Mm-hmm. We used to go to Taekwondo tournaments. Mm-hmm. And, and Red Lobster? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of bricks, we would... We would they like clear out, they'd clear out chop, the bar section. through lobsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure it was entirely ethical. And I'm not sure really that our Taekwondo sensei was an actual Taekwondo sensei. He was... He had some a waiter? Play- he was a waiter. <laughs> and he had some playing cards. Or was he a lobster with a lot of scores to settle? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> There's a movie. A lot of, like, it's like payback. Like Mel Gibson's payback, uh-huh. but with a lobster. Mm-hmm. Go with me. Mm-hmm. Except in this case, the lobster has started a dojo to train children to murder... Those who wronged him. I feel like that's a really intricate plan that could go wrong in a lot of ways. It could, but it could go really right in a lot of ways, too. <laughs> and you wonder why... You're a glasses-half-full kind of guy when it comes to lobsters getting revenge. I mean, I feel like, you know, when a lobster sets his mind to revenge, watch out. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they got... You're saying a lot without saying anything. <laughs> it's like that it might work, it might not. We'll find out. That's welcome to the essence of the Double Two's podcast. Twenty-two minutes of saying nothing, nothing. Oh, wait, wait, that oh. was rude. Yeah, yeah. No, we haven't said a whole. Well, no, we've given a lot of good legal tips and some good D and D advice, mm-hmm. and we've also figured out about <laughs> Olive Garden. So really, we have accomplished a lot. Yeah. It's just, you know. Now that you guys know about the Olive Garden thing, even if you've never eaten there, you are also technically in the mafia. Yeah. This is the the, the, the podcast that puts everybody in the mafia. Not everybody. Just the people who weren't already in because they ate in an Olive Garden. Come on. How many people haven't ever eaten in an Olive Garden that aren't like a fancy older chef that like predates Olive Garden existing? <laughs> I feel like it's very... There's, a, there's always, like, you watch a cooking show and they're judging things, there's always, like, a French guy who's never eaten a pizza roll, and you're like, that tracks. But I'm just saying, like, are you American? Are you under the age of 40? You've eaten in an Olive Garden. When was the last time either of you ate at an Olive Garden? It's been a minute. I think it, it sounds was, like it. It was pre-pandemic. <laughs> I mean... It was. I don't know if it was that far pre-pandemic. Actually, the last time I ate in an Olive Garden was I was in... Like Kansas City, running a couple errands, and like it stopped by Sam's, and I was there. Like I was taking, I was there with my family, and we were going to eat a Red Lobster, but there had been like an issue where there was like four people sick at the Red Lobster, so they were back. They had like ninety minute waits, and Olive Garden had five minute waits, and we're like, well, all right, 
That's why I'm Team Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> I the last time we went to Olive Garden, it was in the Legends as, as well, mm-hmm. and um, I just remember being kind of horrified because I just like not too long before did that. You see, they, did you they, see somebody get murdered? I saw myself die inside. Yeah. And um, inside, well, I, I, I like gotten a high blood pressure, and so mm-hmm. they're like, maybe you should watch your sodium. And I'm looking at everything at Olive Garden, and I'm like, this is all gonna, some salt all gonna kill me. This is all gonna kill me. And uh, but I ate it, and it didn't. So yeah. I guess I'm stronger than an Olive Garden. Well, you've won one round. Yeah, doesn't mean I want. There's it other. Anymore. There's other rounds. What are you doing for dinner tomorrow? Are we going to the Olive Garden? <laughs> are, are you now? Are you an Olive Garden fan? Is that why you're? I mean, you seem like you're coming out in kind of a. Well, he voted Red Lobster. You're the only one who has asked for our votes and never not voted yourself. In oh fact. well, I mean, obviously, I'm Team Red Lobster. Come on, who wouldn't yeah. be? But I, are you Team Red Lobster because both of us have already voted Red Lobster, and you want to fit in? First of all, that's in material. Second of all, are you no. just are you just like I can vote Red Lobster because it won't change the outcome of this vote because it's already passed by listen, majority. Listen, and so Come I can on, just vote Will, Red Lobster. Answer the question. It's listen. a very simple question. Why are you stalling? Okay, yeah. I'm not stalling. I'm not. I want to tell you two fond memories of Red Lobster. One was going with my grandmother oh, and, and her charm bracelet, and, it, yeah. and she had all the grandkids or wear little trinkets on her mm-hmm. charm bracelet, and it would jingle, jingle, jingle every time she would move her arm around, and it was. She said it was a reminder of her grandchildren. Yeah. And we were little kids, and we had... And it only ever jingled when you were in the presence of a Red Lobster. It never jingled when you were in the presence of a Red Lobster. So they're tied to Red Lobster. And the second is when we went in... I went in with Ollie after we went to Chuck E. Cheese. And that's another story in and of itself. But anyway... In the same day? Yeah. <laughs> big day, big day. That's Topeka. How that's far the, apart the, did you eat pizza and, and Red no, Lobster? No, I. This is because I wouldn't let him eat pizza at Chuck E. Cheese. So okay. I'm like, we got to go somewhere else. The Red Lobster was right next door. And that's you know, Topeka. to be fair, the Red Lobster is not cheap, but neither is Chuck E. Cheese. No. So I, I realized how expensive it is once we get in there because I hadn't been. Remember there one, one time in Iowa where we got beer at Chuck E. Cheese and it was like getting a fucking car loan. There was so <laughs> the beer was so expensive. Yes, I do remember. Um, but oh. Crap! Well, you'll never hear that story. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, uh, they they fucked up the order. The kid got a dessert. They're like, you could choose anything on the dessert menu. Don't you want this little scoop of ice cream, ice cream sundae? And he looks at the menu. He's like, no. And he's like, I want this. And points to the big, uh, fucker, big the biggest fucking off brownie uh, thing that there was. And yeah. then he got that. And he had like, a whole cake with ice cream. And he ate it. And mm. I, it was delightful because he, he really played the system. And I'm like, my son... My three-year-old son is playing the system. I'm yeah. proud of him. The lobster thermidor banana split. <laughs> the lobster thermidor fudge cake banana split. I don't know that I like fudge on my lobster. I feel it's popular these days, but I don't know that I'm into it. Yeah. Like, I I am. Well, you, you know can't what even I, scrape it off so well. It really soaks in. What I'm into now is hearing you say, I don't know if I like fudge on my lobster. Mm-hmm. Just because I, that phrase, I don't know. The phrasing delights Do me. Do you? Like fudge on your lobster? On your lobster. I don't, I've not tried it. Well, I, mean, I, I wouldn't recommend it. Listeners, do have you, you not tried it? It's do you everywhere. like fudge on your lobster? Uh, hashtag double it's not a fudge on my lobster. It's not a euphemism, but don't put that in the hashtag. No, it's not part of the hashtag. That's too long. It's a separate hashtag. I bet our mayor 
puts fudge on her lobster. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying that's a challenge. It's the mayoral challenge. <laughs> <laughs> this is very weird sounding. I bet our mayor puts fudge on our lobster. I mean, I bet she puts fudge on her loofah. <laughs> We're just naming random oh, objects. Oh my gosh! You think she really? That's not a good way to get clean. That's a whole another step. That's like one step away from fudge addiction. I mean, if you're putting yeah, fudge on your loofah. That's some Willy Wonka shit. Yeah. That's not even some Willy Wonka shit. That's the kind of shit that gets you killed at Willy Wonka's factory kind of shit. That's like some Requiem with a dream shit. Yeah, if you're bathing in fudge, that's, 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 that's how you drown in fudge at, at fucking at Wonka's factory. <laughs> like you're going to start with a little fudge on your loofah and you're going to end up with a double dong and a room full of dudes and Jennifer Connelly. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, that's from Requiem with a Dream. Yeah, no, I remember. I mean, I do like Olive Garden, too. Yeah. I don't really. Wow. Do you think they put... Do they have lobster at Olive Garden? Because we could maybe... I don't know. Synergize. I bet they have. We should call. I don't know, but you skipped Chuck E. Cheese, and I appreciate that. And now I don't know what the Red Lobster pizza is like, but it's got to be better than what it is at Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) Oh my God, Chuck E. Cheese! They're not a sponsor, are they? No, <laughs> no. I feel like Chuck E. Cheese is like like everything bad about the pizza in high school that you used to get. Like like you know how it was good in a way, but it was also really greasy and awful, and, and it shouldn't have been good. Oh, that was so great! You get the rectangle of pizza, and you would take your napkins and you put it on top. Yeah, and soak mm-hmm. up the, fu- the and they were always the, the like kind of waxy synthetic napkins mm-hmm. that, that took a long time to absorb the grease. Yeah, good times. Just, they, they, they like to take advantage of the all pizzas good pizza. There's some company idea. that keeps popping up on my Facebook that does sheet pan pizzas, just like the schools. Oh, what nice. company is it? I can't. It's on Facebook. Put that in the show notes. I want some of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to get a sheet pan pizza for Andy. Uh, Venmo us. No, join our Patreon to get pictures of Andy eating the pizza that we yeah. get. I will eat the. Sh- you make. You I feel make like that. I feel like that's a. Uh, that's not guaranteed. That's a hard prompt. Like, are you going to get this pizza? Are we over promising? Listen, if we have one. One sign if, some, up, if somebody right. signs up and says I'm signing up to see Andy eat the pizza, it, it's going to happen. We'll make it. We'll make it happen. You just let us know that that's why you signed up is to yeah. see Andy eating pizza. You'll get all kinds of pictures of Andy eating pizza. Don't yeah. even worry. Even if he says no, we'll camp outside of his house and get some pictures to the window. He'll have to start eating pizza in the bathroom if he doesn't want this to happen. We'll make it happen, people. Which will be just slightly sign up for the Patreon. slightly more <laughs> obvious than eating an olive garden. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Here's the thing. I will eat the sheet cake pizza, mm-hmm. and you can film it. You can record it, whatever. Uh, uh, I am just going to have to go out on a limb here. I'm going to take a stance, a firm stance, that uh, Chuck E. Cheese sucks. I, I think. So I need you to be better than Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. I mean, it's, it, this for, is a challenge. I will need some musical entertainment as well. <laughs> How many animatronic bears are you going to need while you eat this pizza? We need you in a gorilla suit playing the keyboards. <sighs> okay. Do we like have a showbiz situation? Yeah. Man, this is sounding like a dream I had. Which this, part? This is a dream I had. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, will you you in a gorilla suit playing the, the keyboards? Why do you think the keyboards? 
I don't know. Because this isn't so necessarily connected down? to a showbiz situation. I mean, right. that would be nice about it, like being able to sit down while I do it. But you're coming from a showbiz place. Where are you coming from thinking keyboards? This just, is just your subconscious. I just feel like... Have you have you tried to dig deep in and figure out why keyboards yet? Am I springing this on you? Have you been able to unpack this with your therapist yet? I mean, this is all new, like this analysis and this idea. Uh, yeah. So I haven't really... I mean, I just feel like... Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like you popping in and being like, I'm going to tickle the old ivories in a gorilla suit would be, yeah. would be really hot. Is it because I'm really cool? Like that guy who played the keyboards in Jabba's Palace? What was his name? Like Sice Noodles? Is that yeah, his name? I mean. He played the keyboards in Jabba's Palace? I'm as cool as that guy, I think. I like to think. I don't know that I am, but I like to think. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, you just keep Audience, am I as cool as the guy who played the keyboards in Jabba's Palace? I think his name is <laughs> Sice Noodles. I don't remember for sure. I think I had his action figure because I had a lot. I had a lot of the Jabba's random. Like you can get the Jabba's Palace people for for like half price most of the time. <laughs> uh, do you, those are, those weren't the big sellers, so you could really you could load up on those guys. Now I want you to consider this. What mm-hmm. about if there was an animatronic band at Red Lobster? Fuck yeah! Are they all lobsters I mean, or are they bears? Don't care. Me neither. Nope. <laughs> Double deuce. <laughs> Boom. That was, that, that's a solid episode. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. We're a Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook, and our email is doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on. Patreon.com backslash doubledeucepod. Yeah, we got all kinds of stuff on there. We got me talking about things I'm seeing. We got extra minis, like the minis you find in the Decaduces. We got Will singing. Or if you want to pay for him not to sing, there is a way to pay for no singing. The world's your oyster. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So much stuff. That's patreon.com backslash double deuce pod. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, when you're like, wherever fine podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes Wrath. It's like, whatever, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> double deuce. Good episode.